Hey, this is Chris. We're in studio, um, actually on location today. I'm sitting in a pizza ranch uh, to my right, uh, which is irrelevant to you on the radio or on this podcast. But sitting to my right is John. John, say hi. Good morning, afternoon, or evening. That's the nice thing about uh, a podcast, isn't it? It's just any time of the day. And you can pause it right now if you want to, and then you can start it back up again. It's amazing. It's fascinating. As a radio guy, that's kind of weird because I'm used to things moving. Radio Um, on demand. Radio on demand. Who thought? So, but uh, we're here to talk with Cornelius Martor. He is with Life Chapel International, a ministry that you may not have heard of, but today you're going to learn a little bit about. Uh, Twelve churches all together combination of in the United States and in West Africa uh, as well. Cornelius, thanks for doing this interview with me. Thank you very much, Trace. Um, so let's, let's, we're going to have a brief conversation, but I want people to get to know you so that maybe if the Lord has called them and the Lord is calling them to invest in what God is doing in your life and, and what God has called you to do. God has called you to do something. It's the purpose of this podcast is to let folks know what God is doing in the world. Um, so Cornelius first, cause I told somebody today, I said, I'm going to go to pizza ranch and I'm going to interv- interview Cornelius who is from Liberia in West Africa. And they said, why is a guy from Liberia at a pizza ranch in Iowa? So we're going to start there. So Cornelius, why are you a guy from Liberia in Iowa? Well, Chris, thank you. I think it's a blessing uh, to have this opportunity to be here. I'm actually, like you said, from Liberia. Um, I came here about 10 years ago. Um, uh, we, I'm here with my family. Uh, we are blessed with five kids. We got three girls and two boys. Uh, but we are in Iowa to do ministry, and, and that is why we are here right now. So, so how? So why? Why the United States? Why not stay in Liberia? What? What, what caused you to come across the water, as they say? Um, from 1989. To 2003, Liberia had a civil war, a war that took the lives of more than 200,000 people. And uh, I had to run from refugee camp to refugee camp with my family uh, in uh, neighboring countries around Liberia. And uh, in 2007, we came back to Liberia after the war. And uh, because of the way things were looking, uh, kind of terrible situation we had in, in our nation. My wife and I adopted two of our kids, our first two kids, with a church, a group of missionaries from Texas. And they came to the United States. Two years later, we were able to play uh, a diversified visa program. It's a lottery program that people play around the world. And then we came to the United States. So, so that's how we, we, we came to the United States. Wow. So your first two kids, though, were adopted in Liberia, right? And they, were, they themselves were displaced. Am I understanding that correct? Well, we were, we were, we were in a very terrible situation after the war. Uh, of course, we were displaced. And we got this information from one of our sister churches that there were some missionaries coming to help pastors. You know, with their kids. So that's how we, 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 we adapted our children to this uh, family. 
That's amazing. And it was then from that through just a, kind of a lottery system for visas that you got selected to come to the United States then. Yeah, that's how we were able to get an opportunity to come. Wow. And now you've been, so that was, that was 2007, 2008? Or is, is that right? 2007. 2007. Uh, yeah. And then um, you got here. What did you think of the United States when you first got here? Well, uh, it's cold. We thought that <laughs> there was a different perception about America. I mean, we thought everything was just like once you come, whatever you want, you will have it. I mean, things were just different. But in reality, that's what America is when you compare it to other countries like where, where we've come from. But um, our concern, our hunger, our thirst, our curiosity, everything was about how we can see our kids. Because no one wants to give his children out to somebody just because he wants to give them out. Because of the war and the situation we had, uh, with no hope that we were going to survive the war. So our best guess, our best opportunity we could have for our kids was to uh, adapt them since they were coming to a Christian family. But when we came to America, there was a whole different story. Mm. Yeah, there was a whole different story. We have not been able to see our kids. We contacted the family. When they knew we were in America, they called us off. So as I speak to you, it's been 10 years now. We have no idea how our kids are. Let me back up just a second and see if I'm understanding. Because of the situation, you had your children adopted by families in the United States. It is not that you adopted children from Liberia. Am I understanding that correctly? Yes, I did. So you had, you had a family in the United States take your children to the United States to avoid the war. Yeah. So and I'm, so now you've come to the United States and you're trying to find your children. Yes. Okay. And that family is not allowing us to have access to our children anymore. So it's been a very, I mean, when we came the first two years, I remember many years my wife and I would not sleep without crying. And then we were crying on God and said, God, why did you do this to us? Why didn't you let us know we're going to come here? Why didn't you allow us to give our, our, our children out to, you know, out to people? And like I said, it was the best choice for them because of the war. But then uh, God used this situation to be a blessing again back to, to Liberia. Mm. That's how we, 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 we thought that uh, in, in the midst of bad things, God can use it to do some, some good things. And then we started a nonprofit called Mackey Foundation. It's a combination of our two kids' names. Our daughter's name is Madeline, and our son's name is Mackey So the organization is called Mackey Foundation. With that foundation, we've, we've, we've helped a lot of kids in Liberia. We've built schools, we've built churches. We're now doing a medical clinic that we are opening in, 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 in August. We'll be going back to the Liberia. So uh, we also do child protection, go to Liberia and tell people, we understand your level of poverty. We understand what you're going through, but you have to just be where you are. Do not give your kids out. Because we give our kids out. We are in America. We don't see them. We don't know what is happening to them. So we, we turn the situation around for the good. Even though we know we are affected, but we, we understand that God used that situation 
use our testimony to be a blessing to people in Liberia. That's fantastic, Cornelius. So what I hear you say now is you suffered a great a loss, one that's very painful for you and your wife. I, I as uh, one who has two children, can't imagine how painful that would be uh, to not be able to see them. And I, my heart goes out to you for that. But you've turned that suffering, that difficult situation around, and now you're making sure that in Liberia, that people, families get to stay together that you're turning around with a foundation, that you're making sure that families stay together, that families are strengthened, that families can be educated, uh, that they can get the school, the, the health care that they need, and all that there in uh, Liberia and West Africa. That is fantastic. So uh, real quick, um, what's the easiest way, if people want to learn more about the Mackey Foundation, how would they how would they f- connect with you? How would they find out about that if they wanted to donate or, or learn more about that? Is there a way that we can do that here in the United States? Yeah, well, we have a website. It's MackeyFoundation.org. You can go on our website. It's M A G K I E Foundation. .org, and you can see all the, all the work that we're doing. We, we have to see our board and, and every project we do in Liberia. That's fantastic. Now, um, full disclosure, I didn't know that part of the story. And that's amazing, and and I'm moved by that, and I'm I'm excited to share your website with our listeners and and get them connected with you. But the other thing that I wanted to learn about was this thing: being a radio guy, being uh, a guy who's been in radio myself for a long time. God put a vision in your heart, along with all the things the Mackey Foundation are doing in Liberia and the churches that you have that you care for, the twelve different churches that are connected to Life Chapel International, some uh, here in Iowa as well as some there in West Africa. God has put an, a, a vision in your mind, in your heart, to have a radio station to support those churches. Tell me about how, how did you get that vision? How did, what made you think radio would help the churches? Now, after the war in Liberia, you were, one will be interested to know that it's difficult for people to travel because there are bad roads and uh, missionaries are not able to get across from, from counties to counties and all of that. And uh, because Liberia came out of war, there was so much, people had more interest in politics than in the church. So most of the radio stations that are in my city where I came from would not really allow you to have a Christian program because maybe it, it doesn't give a lot of money to, the, to those stations. So I, I come from a, a county that is the, uh, the second popular county in Liberia with almost, uh, almost half a million people or more than that. And there is no Christian radio. Wow. In the more than almost a million people, there is no Christian. That's just for those listening to this podcast, most likely you're here in Iowa. That's that's imagine if there was zero Christian radio in, in all of Des Moines, right? In all of the metro area, there's no Christian radio. You're listening to this podcast because there is Christian radio. You listen to music on Christian radio, listen to Bible teaching on Christian radio. Christian radio is part of your everyday experience. And can you imagine living in a place where you didn't have access to that? Because I know Christian radio for me, Cornelius, is a huge part of my personal testimony. When I was in school, it was being able to listen to Bible teaching going to and from school that kept me grounded in God's word and encouraged me um, when I wasn't going to school with people who had my beliefs. They didn't share my beliefs. I was alone uh, in that. And Christian radio was my friend and Christian radio was my comfort. And I hear that you want to do that for your your county where you're from. So, um yeah, so tell me more. So, so tell me a little bit about, uh, did you just see a need and think that you can, can fill it? Uh, tell me more about that. Okay, so since Maggie Foundation is working with the education program, it's working in the health sector, I was also thinking, how can Maggie work with the churches? 
since we go to Liberia every year, we do pastor's training. How can we bring all of the, uh, the churches, you know, on one roof, uh, and so that the gospel of Jesus Christ can reach people? And then my wife and I was praying about it. We talked about the radio. There is no boundary for the radio. Yes, so we can have people come. We can have churches have their programs. Sundays, we want to have a 24-hour uh, Christian radio. We can even have connection with a radio station here in Iowa. We can call our, our mother radio station that can help us to even go back to Africa sometime on mission trips to train these uh, people, these pastors that work at the radio station. And we believe with that, uh, the, the old lady way in the village who does not have means to come to the city will be able to have access to the gospel from the radio. That's fantastic. I, I think that's that's great. There are wonderful organizations that, that have done that in other places and have helped do that. I've seen in my years of being around Christian Radio, I've seen that kind of... Uh partnership, that kind of relationship where you have kind of a, a U.S.-based radio station that is connected to an international radio station and the listeners here in the U.S. would uh, be supportive of that and, and fall in love with that. That's that's absolutely beautiful. So um, and so real quick, I'm going to kind of end our program. I want folks to go to, to Mackey Foundation. If you're listening to this podcast, the website that you found it on, there'll be a link directly to the Mackey Foundation so people can you can click on that. Please do so. Um, also, you have at least two churches here in Iowa, right? Do you have more than two or just the two? Two. Okay, and those are both uh, Life Chapel International, right? Yeah. So where are those two churches currently? We have one, eighteen uh, fifteen Douglas in the Des Moines, and then we have one in Cedar Rapids, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Fantastic. So those are two places that locally people can get connected with you, get to know you, uh, meet you, pray for you, um, hear more about what uh, God is doing, maybe even find a new church home. I mean, it's, we've got to be connected. This COVID thing has knocked people out of being fellowship with one another. So it's great uh, to know other pastors in the area preaching God's word. Uh, thank you, Cornelius, for being on the radio with me today. I don't know what to say, but I'm, I'm grateful. I'm excited that uh, I had this opportunity to, to be able to speak with you on the radio. Thank you.